Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, Greg Gard has landed his first recruit from the portal. We're going to be talking about who he is, where he played, and what he can do for this team. Also, Coach Fickle has his transfers heating up. We're going to be diving into those playmakers. Lots of exciting stuff in the spring football season. And the NFL Draft, which is coming up at the end of this month. Herbie G, Keanu Benton, Joe Tipman. Let's get into the show. Thank you for tuning Welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host. And Badgers fans, we have good news. We have good news. The Badgers land a transfer on the basketball side. Will this be the player to save Greg Gard? Let us know what you think. We're going to dive into that. And also talking the upcoming NFL draft and some of the Badgers football team, some of the players making their names heard in spring ball. It's going to be exciting. We're happy to have all the countries here listening. I'm joined today by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How you doing? What's going on, Badgers fans? I'm doing great. It's 77 degrees in Wisconsin right now. I know the entire state is feeling euphoric with weather like this. This is just what makes it all worth it. You know, all the highs, all the lows, all the premature tournament exits, you know, uh, all, all the all the highs and lows, all the winters, all the all the darkness, you know, like early, early sunsets. It's all worth it when a day is 77 degrees like it is today. And I know if you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm doing great, man. It's great to see the Badgers land a transfer. That's a step in the right direction. I'm very excited for the upcoming NFL draft because the Badgers have three players, potentially four, that could, could be making some noise here. And it looks like spring ball is going pretty well. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Yep, we're going to start with the transfer news. The Badgers basketball team secured Wyoming's Noah Reynolds. This is a guard. He averaged... 14 and a half points as a sophomore Reynolds for Wyoming shooting 48% from the field and about 33% from three. So if you're wondering like what type of competition is this guy playing against? What type of team is he on? Well, the team he was on was last place. Wyoming finished nine and 22, but they were in the conference, the same conference, the mountain West as San Diego state. And San Diego State finished 32-7, and seven, went on a big run in the tournament all the way to the finals. And so, KG, there's not a ton of depth in this conference, but I guess what are your, what's your take about this guard coming to Wisconsin, and what does that mean for Badgers fans? You know what? That's very interesting. I, I'm going to take a positive approach to it, but I also got to take a neutral approach. Like, it's good that the Badgers are able to land someone right off the bat because we were unsure if, if the Badgers are going to be effective at all in the transfer market. It's good that they were able to seal the deal right away. It's also good that the guy averaged double digits, and, you know, it's encouraging that they uh, played San Diego State in their conference i'm not sure if you're able to quick pull that up kind of maybe what he did in those matchups versus san diego state but to me you mentioned he's on the he was on the worst team in that conference uh you know it's kind of like the number one score on like the team like the detroit pistons right or in back in the day like the minnesota timberwolves like like what does that mean maybe like the old time sacramento kings like what does that mean you know i think it's just you got to take it with a grain of salt you can't get too high you can't get too low is it better that he averaged double digits over single digits absolutely is it good that he's a sophomore and he's got some more years ahead of him i think that's great news 
Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how he acclimates the Greg Gard system. If it's one of those things that kind of like freezes him up like a deer in headlights, or if Greg Gard maybe lets him loosen up a bit and just kind of play to his strengths, uh, kind of like Bo Ryan did a little bit for Sam Decker when he was on the Badgers and ultimately took him to great heights. It's going to be interesting. You know, I, I'm happy that the Badgers got some fresh blood uh, because they needed it, you know. And um, Tyler Wall, he announced his return as well. It's going to be interesting. I know uh, I know a lot of Badgers fans are on the fence about that one because, you know, it's it, it makes me think of Brad Davison. However, I don't know if Tyler Wall necessarily brings all the intangibles that Brad Davison brought. And just like the ability to make those around him better, whether it's just like inspiring guys with his hustle or in the locker room or with his pregame speeches or maybe making a clutch three, Brad Davison definitely was fearless out there no matter how good or how bad things are going. And him coming back for, like, his sixth or seventh year, whatever that was, that was beneficial. You know, the Badgers had had some fun with that. And it's going to be interesting to see Tyler Wall. Will he get revenge? Will he get his redemption? It's it's anybody's guess. You know, uh, he, he certainly could have played better. I think he's certainly going to be working in the gym hard this year. But two pieces of Badgers basketball news that kind of uh, – show you what the team might look like next year i think it's going to be very interesting to see if the badgers lose any players right because uh obviously guys jordan, coming in guys jordan coming da- out yeah jordan like davis already jordan gone. davis was gone you know luckily i think the badgers will be able to withstand that loss he was a good hustler on the defensive end and in, in big 10 basketball you need that college basketball that does make a difference um he was no Johnny Davis, who was actually playing decent in the NBA. Uh, got a, got a, stretch, a start or two down the stretch. Happy to see him score some points. That was good. That's a little bit of a tangent. But, yeah, I mean, like, the key here is Chucky Hepburn, right? Uh, Connor Sejan, I think he's going to stay. I think he's, you know, young. I think he's, he's kind of like, hey, you know, that was my first year. I was, I was just getting my feet wet. But Chucky Hepburn, to me, is the guy because, you know, he's getting offers under the table. Like, hey, Chucky. Here's a cool 100 G's. All you got to do is come over here. Hey, Chucky, here's a cool 160, you know, because come on over here. Hey, Chucky, I got 200 for you, Chucky. Last-minute offer, man. I know I know it's last minute, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to offer you a cool 300K. Like, this is the yeah, stuff that's going on. Page. What's that? They may be offering, but Chucky's best spot is in Wisconsin where he's the starting point guard. I think, you know— it's tough. It's tough to switch schools and do well at the college level. I think that's something Noah Reynolds is going to have to adjust to. He did have some big games, but he did not play in either of the two matchups against San Diego State. He he missed those two games, but uh, he, he had, you know, several 20-point games throughout the season and even a 30-point game that's against huge. Texas A&M Commerce. So he can, he can put up some points, um, you know, they also had a good guard named Maldonado who kind of led the team in, you know, assists most games. But Reynolds had a 26-6 and six game against Air Force. That's impressive. But I think more, more so than anything, they're returning five starters, right? So what is this team going to do? What What is Gray Guard's, you know, moves going to be? And he's kind of going to be rolling out there with a lot of the same players, Cage, unless he kind of just says, hey, you're not pulls, good enough. Pulls a rabbit out the hat. Yeah, um, go, going back to I'm what waiting. you're saying. Yeah, going back to what you're saying though about the Chucky offers. Uh, you know, I was actually talking to the good friend of an assistant coach the other day, and he basically says, Badgers fans, these guys in college basketball at major schools, these assistant coaches, they'll make about a hundred k base, give or take, 
and then they will literally get 300k to quote unquote bring the recruits by any means necessary and i was like interesting it's interesting kind of hearing this from so close to the inside and it goes on under the table yeah. money it, it, <laughs> any money you know like like and then we started talking about louisville a couple of years ago with all the escorts and everything louisville got smacked with sanctions and uh rick patino had to go all the way to greece and he ended up staying there for a few years hardly the worst thing in the world he went to greece. exile was awesome he was in exile in greece then he just came back to st john's but but just know this there are offers being made, and I'm not worried about losing Connor Asijan. I am somewhat worried about losing Chucky. I think Wisconsin is a, is a university and a brand that retains its loyalty better than most. Like, they're not complete mercenaries out there if you come to the University of Wisconsin. But uh, it's going to be interesting, man. You know, it's not just recruiting guys. It's retaining guys. And I don't know if you had anything to add about um, uh, the, the new transfer. And he, to me, you made me think of Kamari McGee, the guy who transferred in from Green Bay. He, he mm-hmm. was pretty exciting because he was putting up some impactful numbers on the Phoenix. But when he came to Wisconsin, he did not really do much, to say the least. And it's like, will this when guy... You numbers on the worst team in the league, you know? Well, but, like, will this guy be able to transition to Big Ten ball? You know what I'm that, saying? That's like, like real, it's one, the really question, yeah. It's like, it's like if you're playing um, in the North Woods you know pick up basketball and then you go to playing in like the the streets of milwaukee or the streets of chicago or something the streets of new york you know it's just a different competition level and i mean man you, you know no best like, anymore but. well just like <laughs> even like playing soccer in in like wisconsin going up playing here and then going to a europe and playing against those guys who literally grew up playing it uh, it's just like there are levels to sports and and i'm interested to see how he makes the transition from uh lighter conference to big 10 ball and um like i said i'm gonna look on the bright side it's good that the badgers it's a good thing land- in general but we'll it, see what he can but do you, but you can't sugarcoat it like like sugarcoating no. is not is not what this program needs right now this program needs like reality checks and you know it's a great thing we landed the guy it's a great thing he was averaging double digits it's a great thing he's got multiple years of eligibility left at the same time it's not a good thing that he was on the last place team it's not a good thing he played in a pretty rough conference it's not a good thing he didn't play in either of the games against san diego state it's not a good thing that kamari mcgee another transfer from a lesser conference transferred to wisconsin and didn't really do much uh you know so, so badgers fans we're just keeping it real you know we're just keeping it real because that's what you deserve uh, alex any final thoughts on this guy I think we'll see what happens once he gets to Wisconsin. Backup guard, potentially. You know, you need backup guards. Maybe he breaks out. And maybe he breaks out. Maybe he never sees the court. Badgers fans, they're going to need more talent than him. That's all I'm going to tell you. And let's move on. Michigan, hold on. Michigan just landed North Carolina's best player. That's worth mentioning, Badgers fans. If, you're, yeah. if you've been paying attention to the college uh, basketball world, that's not good. That's not good because Michigan had, like, their best player transfer out. Apparently, this guy was making, like, Caleb stupid. Love. Apparently, the Michigan's best player that transferred was making, like, stupid NIL money. And, like, he just didn't get it re-upped or something. Which I understand. It's like, okay, how much money are you really going to pay a collegiate athlete? But... Uh, Caleb Love must have got a bag. They must have said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take that from you. We're gonna give it to this guy." And Caleb Five-star Love prospect. He averaged well, seventeen man, points a game last year for in North the Carolina. ACC. That's what I'm saying. Like that's legit. That guy could come in and win Big Ten Player of the Year. We'll see what happens. 
Um, it's going to be interesting, man. You know, it is the Wild West. What Michigan- is going on with college basketball? I mean, come on. <laughs> Michigan this, this added, Michigan added an elite guy. They added an elite guy. And I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to transition well to Michigan, but it's certainly a little. Uh, this is turning into like the Premier League soccer. If you've ever, you know, followed that Badgers fans, it's like, hmm, good player on another team. Throw some cash at him, <laughs> buy him, bring him to your squad. I mean, college sports, it's just where is the guys? You know, I still think it's about the guys, you know, stay with their programs four years you know or less and just we, we you know, grew up on that into, so it's in the well, NFL or a, NBA stars I think that's the real winners though KJ you know it doesn't help to quit I don't think it like no shift no pace. Russell Wilson was an exception he was an exception because he had graduated school and he early. also got shafted he also yeah. got shafted the, the guy said oh you're gonna play baseball and not participate in spring ball his coach well, guess what? I'm benching you for Mike Glennon. And Mike Glennon was a solid quarterback prospect. He was like 6'6", so I totally understand the coach's uh, perspective there. But if you got a talent like Russell Wilson, as we, we've come to know in the Wisconsin community, obviously it, it was Wisconsin's benefit, and it was North Carolina State's loss. So uh, kind of going off your point, Alex, the football program seems to have a little more loyalty. Um, well, actually, I'm not even going to say it, but, like, football in general. Like, yes, there are transfers, but there aren't, like – I feel like college basketball is like truly the wild west. Uh, maybe that's going to hit football in the next year or two, but but there's like Look at a, levels like of the wild west. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and just like, levels to their program, though. You know, it's like a solid program, and I mean, Michigan has been decent. They had the Trey Burke year. They had the Tim Hardaway Jr. Well, year. Well, they went to the final game just like the Badgers did, and then they mm-hmm. lost. So, so Mich- like the Badgers had that final four in that final game. They didn't, unfortunately, win the championship. Michigan did the same thing. They got to the final game. They they did not win the championship. Michigan State, how many final fours has Tom Izzo been in? You know, he, he just gets it done. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a tough league, no doubt. But it's a league that the Badgers should definitely be competing in based upon the standard that Bo Ryan set. Uh, any final thoughts on the basketball program? Maybe we move over to football. <laughs> After that Michigan transfer, we're going to need more than a man off the worst team in this uh, Mountain West. That's all I'm going to say. That's just Green. keeping it a buck. Yeah, yeah it's keeping, keeping it a buck. <laughs> You're going to need more talent than that. So hopefully the Badgers, you know, never hurts to add a decent player, though. Let's move on to the football side of things, KJ. We're going to start with spring ball. And it seems like, you know, CJ Williams is flashing continuously you know speaking of transfers the guy that came over from USC he's really getting a shot USC is known for putting out good receivers how do you think he's going to adjust to Big Ten football this season and what are realistic expectations for CJ you know it's interesting man because I kind of have a feeling in my gut that CJ Williams is going to start the year maybe not like a starter but by the end of the year he might even be wide receiver one I kind of have this feeling, Badgers fans, that C.J. Williams, uh, because he was a freshman last year, I believe, so he's going to be back uh, next year as long as we got the cash to keep him, that is. Um, no matter what, <laughs> <a> near later. <laughs> well, like, you hate to see him break out here. I think what's so key is these receivers know. Two. Yeah. Well, these receivers know that they need a good quarterback, right? Like, like they all transferred here. A lot of tra- a lot of buzz is going on in Wisconsin because we have great quarterback play. Whether it's Tanner Mordecai or whether it's Braden Locke, the backup. Uh, with the Badgers have an embarrassment of or riches Nico. at quarterback. Yeah, Nico Evers waiting in the wings. Can't we forget got, our uh, man Burkett. Maybe, 
Mabry Mature down in Texas balling out. You can't forget about Miles Burkett. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's – I have a feeling C.J. Williams, he's just a special talent. And obviously what you do in practice uh, doesn't always translate to the games, but it, most of the time it does. And this guy's making diving catches. He's using the haters as fuel, something that I would say a lot of successful people do. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw something where C.J. Williams even put, like, a hater's tweet as his cover photo. So he's like, yep, I am pissed off, and I'm working hard, and I want to be wide receiver one. Tanner Mordecai, you can throw to me this year. Braden Locke, you can throw to me next year. And then I will be off to the NFL. That's kind of the vibe I have uh, coming out of C.J. Williams. And, man, maybe he's going to make uh, Skylar Bell and, and Shamir DK even better because he's going to have to compete with those guys as well. Iron sharpens iron, whether that be in the QB room, whether that be the offensive lineman making the defensive line better. Keanu Benton going up against a guy like Joe Titman. They're both headed to the NFL draft now. It's going to be exciting, man. You know, Badgers football is always exciting to talk about. Like I said many times before, we definitely, in my humble opinion, bottomed out last year. Like, that was the worst of times. Uh, the worst of times has occurred. I believe we are on the up and up. And I think this is going to be very similar to uh, the way that Marquette, uh, you know, kind of shook out after they hired Shaka Smart. It's like year one is going to be a, an improvement. It's going to be improvement with a lot of renewed hope. But year two of the fickle era, I think that's when the Badgers could potentially get in that top 12 and potentially, uh, you know, compete for a championship that like the goal that Luke Fickle is saying I'd have to double check. I, I don't unless know if Mordecai it, is the guy. <laughs> unless Mordecai just comes in and goes Heisman. And, goes and wouldn't that be something? The Badgers have had a lot of players in the Heisman discussion over the years. Don't forget about Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen is still no, here. Yeah. He's still here. Uh, He's, it's nice that he can just be a piece in the offense. Yeah, he doesn't now. have I to be the entire offense. He, he doesn't have to be the entire offense. I remember during the Minnesota game. When uh, Caesar Williams, you know, Fayon Hicks, that class was senior, Scotty Nelson. And the Minnesota game, it came pretty much down to that game, KG, for the Axe, for the Badgers to have a shot, you know, of, you know, competing for, I think, the Big Ten championship. I don't know if that's no, really accurate, think, but they, they, yeah, they still wanted the Axe, right? Of course. And, and Mertz could not get anything going. And, Braylon Allen looked a little banged up, right? It was like this is the first time he looked like he had right. maybe suffered a little bit of injury, and the offense did nothing. It was like without Braylon Allen running guys over as a freshman, there was no offense. You're and right, man. It was like Chaz was, was a not, freshman that yeah. came out of nowhere, and and so that's like what really shocked me was like, how can you have an offense this bad and you have this safety linebacker switch to running back, and how he's the whole offense and i don't think that's going to be the case under coach fickle we've got qbs on qbs if the first guy's not good go to the next guy i, I think he's going to have really you know seeing who can sling it out there cage because we have receivers now jamiri dk also you know how nice is it that not only was he's CJ just a piece Wilson, exactly quincy burrows from cincinnati that transfer in he's don't forget be about the, the guy from oklahoma state them. don't forget yeah. about the transfer from oklahoma state don't sleep it's like, it's like there's going to be some nice opportunities. You know, yeah. Opportunities. Athletes out there. It's going to be fun to watch. But once I again, think- look at the coaches. You got Fickle. You got Trestle. You got Longo. You got guys that are going to the NFL. What do all three of those guys have in common? NFL Pump, tickets. Talent. 
they, they got the tickets. They got the golden tickets to the NFL. And that's why players come here. Come here. Come to Wisconsin. Come go pro. You know, like, what more do you have to ask for? Step in line. Get on this bus. I'm going to some cash. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much, how much snack you giving me <laughs> i mean uh, i can't even believe it's, it it's crazy it's, it's crazy like, man these, uh, these guys are getting a, a, an education to one of the top universities in the world it's that's worth a lot you know as, as many listeners of this show and, and many followers to the ike badges podcast accounts it's extremely valuable understand like basically for for someone who is not a super athlete you you know just how valuable having a university of wisconsin um I would say like degree or certificate if they or any put of that it to is, good use, baby. If you put it to good use, exactly. So, so don't forget these guys are getting some benefit all across the board. They're getting, you know, academic benefit. They're getting bank account benefit. They're getting leadership benefit. They're getting skill sharpening benefit. Uh, yeah, they're getting physical benefit from from the food and the and the training and all that. So, come to Wisconsin. You got a lot to like here. On the defensive side, one more player I want to talk on, or two maybe, is. Uh, you know, Ricardo Hallman, you know, cornerback, kind of had an up-and-down season last year. He's kind of been a starting presence next to Alex Smith. I think those are going to be the Badgers' starting corners. Uh, maybe something happens. But it really seems like Hallman has been the, the, the cornerback that's caused Mordecai some issues, uh, even intercepting Mordecai in practice. And so... You know how important the cornerback position is once you start facing the better teams, such as in Ohio State with those receivers that they always put into the league. Coming to the bowl games, you know, you got speed out there. Michigan's only going to get better at the wide receiver position. So having some decent secondary always helps. And Fickle, he may be a CB whisperer in terms of Hallman, maybe Smith too. Bring in Sauce Gardner, talk to the boys. Oh, wait, Luke Fickle's already done that. I mean, awesome. what a guy. What a guy. Well, gotta love it. But Badgers fans, now let's transition to the NFL draft. I just have to ask KJ because when you look at Joe Tipman, Nick Herbig, and Keanu Benton, as a GM, and I just want you to straight up just say it, where or who of the three would you draft? And I guess, and I guess why? Well, it's interesting, uh, Badgers fans, because – Anyone who's trying to predict the draft is almost like trying to make an NCAA bracket, right? Like, it just doesn't happen. You know, you might be accurate at a few spots, you might, but you're not going to be accurate across the board. Um, you know, Mel Kuyper, uh, say what you will, he's, he's always more accurate than Todd McShay. He's, he's generally a little more accurate than the average guy out there. Like, if, if you're listening to this and, and you know a guy who's probably a better draft expert than Mel Kuyper, then I would be very interested to start following him and, and her and seeing what, what they kind of have. Uh, but Mel Kuyper is the kind of guy who will predict, like, Daniel Jones to, to the Giants and actually get that right. You know, he, he's kind of like, he just sees and hears things. And he released a mock draft today, and he has Joe Titman being the first badger selected. He's got him going in the 40s to the New York Jets. To me, I think there's a lot of talent um, in the 40s in this draft. I would draft maybe Joe Titman uh, in the 50s, you know, maybe the 60s for sure. Obviously, if, as he drops more, then it becomes a better and better value. You can't sleep on these guys from Wisconsin. Keanu Benton, you see him kind of a, a wider range. Like, like Titman seems to be the consensus top badger here, but, but Keanu Benton seems a little bit of a wider range. I would draft him because 
uh, you know, I like his background. I like his story. We've had him on the show. We, you know, we've talked to him a few times and, and he, he does have a hunger to, to be great. And he's someone who steadily learns. He exemplifies the right character traits. And the only thing is, I don't know if I would draft, um, I don't know if I, I, I certainly wouldn't, I don't, I don't know if these guys objectively, I don't know if they're worth a first. Um, I would be more than happy to see them go first round, but I think Keanu, you know, you start looking at him in the fifties and the sixties. If you can get then, Keanu in the third, that'd be a huge win. Oh man. Team. Any like, yeah, Keanu or Tittman in the third. I mean, Herbig is the guy that's interesting because Mel Kuyper rates him is kind of like a, like the 10th linebacker in the class or, or like just around that range. And some, some other, uh, you know, uh, evaluators maybe pff some of these other guys they rate him much higher uh kind of in that third round range but but it seems like herbie's got a bit of a range from like third round to say fifth or fifth round um probably for the only reason that he, he is a bit of a tweener and it's nothing to do with how productive he was in college because obviously he was one of the best players in the big 10 he's probably herbie's high upside he probably represents the highest upside unless you think keanu but like Tip Man, i mean like all three of these me, guys you know? yeah I'll, all three of these guys, you know, like they, they're none of them are slouches. We've said this time and time again. None of these Badgers draft picks are slouches. I mean, maybe there's not like a J.J. Watt in there. Maybe there's not a Jonathan Taylor in there. But these guys are all I think they're all three going to be on an NFL roster in three years, which is really saying something because the amount of guys that wash out of the league, it happens. Um, I think they're all three going to get drafted as the absolute floor. You know, we were talking to Sanborn last year. We're like, yeah, man, you're for sure going to get drafted because we genuinely thought he was. And then somehow, some way, he falls to undrafted and then turns out to make a great uh, Linebackers season. can slip. Linebackers, Linebackers can, slip. can slip. And I hope that the scouts learn from Sanborn and TJ Edwards. Look, if you let these guys go undrafted, they're going to prove you wrong. So take these guys, give them a shot, put them on the field. They're going to impress you. Yeah, all three of these guys, they're not just going to get drafted, I think, in the middle rounds. That's that's going to be my projection. Um, but they're going to be on the team next year, and they're going to be on the team the year after that. Maybe they're on the team for the entirety of their rookie contract. All three of these guys could be NFL stars, uh, you know, over the long run. I really believe that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be pulling for I the best of them. Yeah, I'm be, yeah be it would be really exciting to see, you know, one of them just – Get drafted in that first or second round. That would be awesome, Badgers fans. I think fans. we'll see one in the second. I, I think we're going to see one in the second, potentially two. Um, first round, I would be surprised, but I would be happy. You know what I'm saying? And then I think, uh, I think Herbie G. For some reason, I'm feeling I'm feeling third round for him. But you never know. Like Badgers linebackers have been known to slip. At the same time, they've been known to prove the doubters wrong. So we're hoping for these guys all, all the best to them. You betcha, Badgers fans. We want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you want to help the show, please leave a five-star review. That's the number one number one way you can help us grow. Text it to a friend. Tell another Badgers fan. We're going to be with you every step of the way. KJ, thanks for coming on. And as always, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin forever. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. If you like the show, please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the number one way you can help us grow. Thank you again for listening. And as always, go Big Red Badges. Here we are yet again. University Street. Yeah, Dayton's where we eat. Yeah, Camp Randall. Get loud. Yeah, get proud. Yeah, get loud. Yeah, get proud. Wisconsin.
are now listening to Ike Music. <laughs> 